Snake Erie here. I am live with Bills wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie. First and foremost, good afternoon to you, man, and thanks for uh, thanks for joining me. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for having me. All right, so listen, I, I was walking in, a uh, lot of people cheering on the sidelines. The, I, I, I tried to measure it, but I had you as like the third loudest cheer coming out of the field. <laughs> Josh is unbeatable. No one's going to beat yeah. Josh's cheer when he walks out here. Yeah. But I also saw Jordan Phillips trying to like, kind of take other people's cheers he's like kind of waving to people yeah. like how does it feel i mean this is your third training camp but this is your first one here at fisher right uh no second second one fisher okay yeah. so this is your fourth year as a bill fifth fifth year that's right you came in Denver. halfway through the series and yeah okay so this is your your second training camp here at st john fisher as a team how is it to be back here compared to being back in Buffalo where you don't have fans in the stands? I mean, this training camp is, I think, unique to across the league. Yep. I don't know how much you're on Twitter during training camp, but, like, I saw the Commanders training uh -huh. camp hit, like, five fans in the stands. <laughs> I mean, this is a different level training camp from across the league. People show out here yeah. in, at St. John Fisher. I love it. You know, we always pack sold-out tickets, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the fans are that glad that we're back here, and we're glad that we're back here, you know, to give them a show. So it's been pretty fun so far. So tell me about this. So, you know, last year you have the Patriots game. You uh -huh. kind of come back on the scene, and you walk into this training camp. You walk into OTAs, I think, with an expectation like that this is your year to start to really set yourself apart, be that slot guy that Josh can rely on with Cole out here. What to you this year when you walked into this offseason, what was your expectations for yourself walking into this season, into this training camp? Like what did you have feel like you had to prove to yourself or to everybody else here? Um to prove I can be an every down receiver, you know, not just a gadget guy to come in, get a play here and there and get out. And like you said, you alluded to the, the Patriots game. Um, I take that game, for example, like I can do it, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's running routes, getting jet sweeps, just doing my job to help the team win. And I felt like this offseason, my plan was to go into OTAs and show them that I can run routes. I can I can do everything, you know, Bees has done, even though he was a, he was a great slot receiver. Um, I can do everything he's done. You know what I'm saying? I'm fast. I can catch the ball. I can be consistent. I can run routes. And I just want to prove that to my OTAs. And now we're in camp. I get to show that each and every day, you know, with the opportunities I'm getting. So as a slot receiver, I think a lot of people, when, when you're talking football, you're thinking outside receivers, you're thinking boundary receivers and their responsibilities as a slot guy. Yeah. Talking about the difference between what you have to do versus man versus zone uh -huh. and knowing how good Cole Beasley was at just finding those areas in the yeah. zone. Like, how much of an advantage for you as a guy that's trying to polish yourself as an all-around slot receiver in the NFL, but a guy that can move out inside and outside a little bit too uh -huh. as well. How much does having Cole Beasley be here with you the last couple of years help you understand like the intricacies of playing the slot position? Because I think there is way more nuance to the position than people maybe give it credit for. It is. Well, you're an outside guy. You just got to beat your man. You know what I'm saying you don't have to really read the shell of uh, the coverage or the shell. In the slot, you got to see you got to see top to bottom. If the if the DN drops out, right. that's another man in your zone. Or if the 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 back four, if they if they rotate, you gotta see that as well. It depends on how you know we got a lot of option routes in the slot position. If it's not man to man, then zone is pretty hard. So you just gotta find those holes. And with Beast being here, he taught me a lot. And mm -hmm. I watched him. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to run every route fast, right? Especially in zone coverage, you want to just get to the hole, get there, and get upfield. And I learned that from him. Just him catching the ball, getting upfield in zone, and when it's man-to-man, -man, that's when you get your yards at the catch. I mean, yeah, the yards at the catch. So him being around was amazing. You know what I'm saying? It taught me a lot. It slowed the game down for me so much. So that's why I come out here now, and, it's, and the game's so slowed down for me. And obviously I got the speed, so when it's time to run fast, I can. So it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a great journey with him. Isaiah McKenzie here live from Buffalo Bills training camp after practice and today's the first day pads go on yeah. what's the difference for you when is there a different mindset is there um, you're talking about the game speed like 
what's the mindset when you guys put the pads on here in practice, knowing that, like, this isn't 15 years ago yeah. where you guys are doing Oklahoma drills on the, yeah. uh, on the field and, like, there's a level that you want to bring it to, but how do you, especially at your position, temper those those emotions when, when the pads come on, knowing that, like, as much as those defensive backs are told, like, hey, make sure you're, 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 you're kind of staying off, guys. Make sure you get physical, but we're not out here to hurt anybody. We're out here to get through the day but get our work in. Like, how do you change your mindset, but also at the same time with that change, temper the things to make sure that you guys aren't letting your emotions get the best of you, knowing it's your teammate on the other side? Oh, of course. Um, actually, I got hit today. I got caught a ball. I got hit today. And um, I, I didn't get mad at it. I, I know it's a part of the game. Sometimes, I mean, we have pads on this yeah. football. We support, it's a contact sport. Sure. So when I got hit, I was just like, yo, you know, good job, or whatever. But it comes to a, a point where if I'm not looking or, you know what I'm saying, I'm up in the air right. or I don't see you and you hit me and you hit me, you know, pretty good and I'm out there laid out, probably got dinged up now. And it's like that's you can control that, you know. Yeah. But if I'm running at you, you're running at me, we see each other, you know, we can kind of thud up. And then, you know, let those, you know, let it flare. But other than that, like, I feel like this team has a good control over, you know, doing the right things, going the right speed, and, you know, controlling their emotions. So this isn't an old joke, I promise. <laughs> yeah. You're the longest tenure receiver here. I am. I've been t- I'm telling them every day. <laughs> <laughs> I told them I've been through the bad times, the good times, right. the great times. Everything between. Yeah. So being the longest tenure guy here and having that rapport with Josh Allen, you're the only guy in this roster that got to play with Josh from year one yeah. to now. Uh-huh. Walk me through the transition you yourself have seen from Josh, from being a guy who was kind of wide-eyed coming in here, wanting to prove himself his rookie year. Uh-huh. The transition mid-season that team had where, you know, they start the year with Andre Holmes and Calvin Benjamin, and then you kind of come in and start to really make a mark on, well, this is the kind of receiver that we want to have around Josh. Guys with yards after catchability, with speed, because, I mean, let's be honest, there isn't a throw on this field that Josh Allen can't make. But talk about the transition you yourself have seen, whether it's mentally, physically, processing-wise. Like, what is the biggest difference from when you walked in here mid-season from Denver back in 2018 to right now going into his fifth year where there's expectations this guy – is going to be the MVP of the league this year. <laughs> well, Josh, when I first got here, Josh was, you know, kind of dinged up. So he didn't play until like the last, I think, five, five six games. Yep. And he showed me a lot. You know what I'm saying? He had the arm talent. He's big. He can also run. I had no idea this dude could run. So That's I found crazy. it out. And then going into 2019 when Smoke and, John, uh, Smoke and uh, Beast, yep. uh, Beast came in and we went to the playoffs in the first round and you saw that, like, you know, going into that season, they were like, oh, Josh is inaccurate. You know what I'm saying? He can't, he can't do this, but he has the arm strength. You know what I'm saying? He can't keep running the ball like he's running it. Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, what do you guys see? You know what I'm saying? I'm in practice every day, and I see a different Josh every single year. So 2019 came. We went to the playoffs. He took us to the playoffs, you know, as a short raw receiver group. You know, we was like 5'8 and, yeah. and under. And we go to the first-round playoffs, lose to the Texans. And then we come back in 2020, and then Josh is lining it up. But mentally, I felt like Josh was like, he knows he's that dude now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Running the ball throwing the ball, and he got nothing but confidence around him. Me, myself, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis came in, you know, and John Brown and Cole Beasley were still yep. here. He has those guys now. He has the confidence. I can get this ball anywhere. I know my weapons are going to help me out. I just got to make the right decisions. And I feel like when Josh made that, made that up in his mind, like, all I got to do is make the right decisions, get the ball there, and, you know, run when I have to run, right. and, and not try to make a big play out of nothing. Oh, and also Dawson Knox. You know, yeah. and it worked for him. You know what I'm saying? He got the confidence from us. And he gained that confidence. Now he's just rolling. He know what he can do. He's checking. He's checking like yesterday. He threw me a big box, a big box fade, uh, in practice, and he checked it last second. Like, hey Isaiah, say hut, and he threw it. 
it was just like that's he's grown so much. You know, what I'm saying from 2018 to now, his mental has expanded, and um, you know, I'm I'm glad to be a part of that and still be here for yeah. him. You know, Isaiah McKenzie here live from training camp. Isaiah, I got a couple more for you here. I, I'm I'm interested in your overall thought process here with a new offensive coordinator, but a lot of the same terminology. Yeah. Not a lot of stuff has changed. It's just a new voice making the calls. Uh, what is the biggest difference that you find? Is it is it mindset? Is it you know preparation? Um, what's the biggest difference between Dave's and 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 Ken Dorsey here going in this year? And by the way, like we're we're kind of close in age. I'm 30 year, a couple years younger than me. Like Ken Dorsey's like. The you Ken Dorsey, like yeah, yeah. it's still kind of it's still kind of crazy. When I come, yeah, it's still kind of crazy when I come here. Like that dude's the you Ken Dorsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's awesome. I feel like Brian David left his, you know left his mark. Like, hey, this is how we do things, yeah. and, th- and this works. And Josh feels the same way. So when Ken Dorsey came in, he just you know scooped the plate up, and he yep. and we just eat off his, you know. So I feel like Ken Dorsey's doing a great job. You know, he's making the right calls, making the right decisions. He's putting us in great situations, and him and Josh are working together. So like you said, it's just a different voice calling the plays. But I feel like somewhere you know deep down below, you know, Dave is still in there. You know, yep. and and Ken Dorsey's head like, okay, Dave just did it this way. Let me let me try to follow this and things like that. Because I know Ken Dorsey wants you know. Once wanted this opportunity, right? And absolutely. He, he's going to make the best of it, so he's not going to try to mess this up. And I know he's going to do a great job this season, and I'm happy for him. So, last thing I got for you, Isaiah, like you know, we're talking about the U Ken Dorsey here, and like yeah. it's still, like I, I still kind of just think about that team, the Willis McGahee team, Clinton Portis. Like, you got Von Miller on the other side of you now. <laughs> like, I, I I keep saying it's like. Von Miller's the coolest dude in football, yeah. and it's still weird to walk out in this field, see number 40, and see Von Miller. Yeah. I got to imagine, you guys are in the NFL. It's a little bit different for you, but yeah. I got to feel like there's still a little bit of like, yo, that's Von Miller, yeah, two-time yeah. Oh, Super cool. Bowl champion, NFL defensive MVP, <laughs> yeah. Hall of Famer as soon as he walks off the field. Like, how is it for this team knowing that, like, listen, you guys are in the Super Bowl window right now, and your team, Brandon Bean, is adding guys like Von Miller, who's a first battle hall of famer whenever he hangs it up he's walking into the hall of fame yes um i actually played with him in denver so oh right that's right I was, so yeah. it, you're probably the only one that's not as starstruck but i assume there's got to be young guys on this there, team of, they're like, of course of course there's long, there's there's still young guys that you know even in the locker room yeah. everybody just crowds around him like hey you know he's also a dj so like everybody like crowds <laughs> around him and and just you know hear what he has to say um but no he, he's been awesome you know i was with him in denver he's here now he's a cool dude like you said he's cool he's very cool on and off the field. Man, I didn't know he was a DJ because we had Shaq up here like three weeks ago yeah. in Buffalo as DJ. Those two should have been on the stage at the same time. Yeah, but Shaq is way better, way bigger than uh, Vaughn well, when it comes to DJ. Well, when it comes to DJ, <laughs> I mean, Shaq, Shaq is Shaq. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Isaiah, I appreciate you so much, man. Thanks for all the insight. Good luck this season. And, uh, man, I, you're walking by. You might be outside, like I said, outside Josh Allen. You might be the most popular dude here. we got franchise coming up from the stands over here, people yelling from all over. Just keep up the good work, man. And uh, it, man. We're, we're rooting for your success, man.